0: This is Mike Overstreet, the Director of Growth Groups at Element 3 Church, and in this episode we're going to talk about invitation, that is, inviting people to our groups. Now, invitation starts with the leader, and there are just two hard truths that we're going to have to get out of the way before we go any further. The first is that groups will not succeed if the leader does not invite. It's just a simple fact. The leader has to be the one to model invitation and to be someone who is inviting people to their group. Uh, pretty much consistently. This is because, for the most part, groups only really model what uh, the leader sets as an expectation. So if the leader is not modeling invitation, is not participating in invitation, it's very unlikely that the group will do it too. And it's also true that invitation usually shows how much value you are placing on your group. It shows that you are thinking that your group is important, that it's something that people need to be invited into. The second truth about Uh, invitation is that it's scary and this is true for just about everybody there are very few people who are just naturally gifted at inviting people to their groups so it's something that though scary you just have to commit to and this is sometimes discouraging because you need to know that you'll probably get more no's than yeses you're going to invite more people than actually show up but at the same time you have to do it and if you commit to invitation your group will succeed It's one of the core factors to determine whether a group makes it off the ground. Now, for a leader, invitation starts with you. It's something that you need to model and do. And if you model and do it and you set the expectation for it, eventually your members will meet you there and start inviting people too. But that process starts with you doing it first. You are the first inviter to your group, especially early on. So what I would encourage leaders to do is to develop a mindset. To be always on the lookout for people to invite in their groups. And we'll get to some strategies for that at the end of this episode. The other thing I would encourage you to do is to start thinking. Start thinking in a way in which you're always thinking that your group is important. That it's something that you should be inviting people to. We believe that groups are central to a person's discipleship, so the sooner that you can start to think of your group as important in the lives of its members, the more value you're going to place on inviting the people that you may not normally think to invite into it. When you see someone who's not connected, you're going to start to think, I should invite them, and that usually helps you eventually overcome those fears, that scariness of reaching out to people. Now, it's also important for leaders to realize that invitation, more than almost anything else, requires intentionality. It won't happen on its own. People don't invite themselves to your group nine out of ten times. They are waiting for you to invite them. And always remember, something I tell my group leaders, is that everyone you don't invite is an automatic no. You have to give someone the opportunity to say yes. So be intentional in your invitation. Now, we're going to close this by talking about some basic tools for being a leader who invites people to the group. The first one is to develop your elevator pitch or your mission statement. Basically, develop something brief, 30 seconds to a minute long, in which you explain what your group is about. This shows that you know what your group is there to do. And when you talk to someone about it, they know what you're inviting them to. So think through, is your group about community? Is it about inviting someone into a space where they can be known? Is it about talking about Jesus? Is it about serving together? Obviously, all of this is true, but you need to think through what are the key components of your group so that when you're inviting someone into it, they're not just left with this vague, come to my house and we're going to hang out for an hour. Know your mission statement and know how to talk about it before you invite somebody. The second tool is that you should start with who you know. And this is very practical. Take a pen and paper and write down names. Write down people in your current relational world, people you have relationships with who are not in groups. This could be people at E3, people you talk to every Sunday. This could be people at your work. These could be friends from college. These could be friends from any other community you're in. But write down their names and then go about intentionally inviting those people first. Start with your relational world. There are a lot of people that we think wouldn't be interested in a group, but really desperately need community. So all they're doing is waiting for you to invite them. So write down those names and start asking the question, who isn't connected? Who can I reach out to? The third tool is social media. We live in a time in which we are more connected than ever on the Internet. So be consistently posting about your group online. This is such a simple thing, and so many people are too afraid to do it. I'm starting a small group, a growth group. We're meeting at my home. We're meeting on this time. We're meeting for this long, and it's just going to be a time for us to talk about our lives, share what's going on, and talk about Jesus. Just post that and see if people respond. It's a very simple and small risk thing to do. The next tool is to make Sunday an intentional time for connection. One of the hardest things uh, to get a growth group leader to do is to not treat Sunday as their time to talk with all of the friends and the people they already know, which is common. We don't get to see them throughout the week. We're excited to talk to them. But if you're starting a group and you're starting to invite, you do need to switch on a part of your brain that starts focusing on that time on Sunday as a space to meet new people and invite people into your small group. So just do small things. Make it a personal goal to meet two to three new people each week that aren't your normal friends in a community. Begin introducing yourself as a growth group leader. And you don't have to be weird about it. Just say, hey, I'm Mike. I'm a growth group leader at E3. And you'll never know if someone's going to say, oh, what's a growth group? And that conversation leads to invitation. Or maybe that person walks away and a month from now they're looking for a group and they remember, oh, that guy introduced himself as a growth group leader. Maybe I can talk to Mike about that. That can sow the seeds of invitation. So think about how you're introducing yourself in that way. And the last thing that I could recommend you to do as a very practical thing is to start volunteering at the welcome booth. And you can reach out to me and I can get you set up. But basically, just be a face at the welcome booth when new people come in. And that could create opportunities to start new relationships, to invite new people, and to connect. Now, the last uh, tool is one that you only really can do once your group is established. And that is set invitation as a clear expectation for your group members. Like I said, this is not something that you're going to get to do um, if you're just starting out. But it is something when you have a core group, you could start challenging them, say, hey, be looking for people in your life that you know need community, that you know aren't connected, and you guys invite them into this space. Make it an expectation and start dispersing some of that responsibility. Though to be clear, that is once your group is established, early on, remember, you have to be the first one to do it and the first one to model it. And the last thing I would say is just do not get discouraged. Like I said, you are going to get more no's than yeses. There are times when it's going to be scary. There are going to be times when you only have four or five people in your group, but you just have to keep inviting. And I promise that God will lead people into your space. They'll lead people into your relational world, and they will lead people into your group. You just have to be willing to do the work and take the risk of invitation. If you can work on this, your group will succeed. I promise.